Okay, viewers, over the last three months, most of our country's largest and best-known technology companies have announced layoffs. Most management teams cite fears of a recession in 2023 as the reason for these cutbacks. Clearly, job cuts are bad for employees and workers who lose their jobs. I've been in that group a couple of times in my career. It's horribly anxiety-provoking, and I wish it on no one. However, are these announced job cuts sometimes good news for investors? I'm Chris Parrish, Chief Investment Officer with Oak Harvest Financial Group in Houston, Texas. News or Noise is our investment team's bi-weekly session where we examine a news item, headline, or story making the rounds from publicly available sources, and we ask, is it news or is it noise for your money? This week, we get into the recent round of job layoffs, primarily in the technology sector and what it might mean for investors. Over the past few months, Microsoft announced it would be laying off 10,000 people. That's 5% of its employees. It blamed macroeconomic conditions and changing consumer priorities. Amazon has announced a couple rounds of layoffs at both distribution network and other areas, amounting to almost 28,000 jobs. Salesforce announced 10% cutbacks in their staff. That's about 8,000 employees. The list goes on and on. According to Crunchbase News, there were 107,000 technology jobs lost in 2022 from both public and private tech companies, and the announcements have only picked up steam here in January. This is terrible news for employees, of course. However, clients and prospects often ask, why did company XYZ's stock rise when they just slashed 5 or 10% of their workforce? The blunt answer is that free-functioning capital markets look at employees and jobs as a cost line item on the income statement. Fewer bodies and workers would translate to additional cash for shareholders, all other things staying the same in a company's business. However, clearly, if a company is making large layoffs, business isn't as good as it was three, six, or 12 months ago. Technology companies are particularly interesting when it comes to layoff announcements and job cuts. So many of the most valuable companies in the world have come from the tech sector because of the scalability and leverage that many of these companies have. They often create, own, and distribute intellectually generated products and revenue. Heck, companies like Google, Facebook, and TikTok actually have users creating content and products to distribute for free. Software companies have engineering teams writing software code that, if commercially successful, can be distributed by clicking on a button or downloading the software to your desktop, or more recently, accessing it where it resides on the cloud. This is exceptionally profitable if their end demand is strong. Successful technology-based company, be it Microsoft, Google, or Salesforce, has some of the highest revenue per employee, operating cash flow per employee, and marginal return on invested capital of any businesses in the world. These companies generally run with very low PP&E or fixed investment. Their employees and their salaries are often their inventory when times are good. When times are good, the gating factor to their growth is how many new corporate salespeople they can hire or whether they can get more engineers to develop a new function that customers might bite on for an additional upgraded sale. In early 2020, pandemic lockdowns made internet applications critical for everyone. Consumers were stuck in home and many businesses had to quickly retool to work from home environment. Much like the mass technology spending in front of Y2K in 1999, business spending on technology accelerated and boomed in the second half of 2020 and the first half of 2021. As sales and profits accelerated into early 2021, most of these technology companies added large numbers of employees 
to meet the demand that management teams thought would be the new trend at baseline. Unfortunately, this hasn't happened. Growth peaked in mid-2021. It quickly slowed in the second half of 2022, and companies now have to readjust. Now, they're downsizing to meet a lower level of end demand. The same thing happened in our economy's products and goods sector, but it was more visible to most and it hit earlier. Think of the pull forward of demand from exercise equipment maker Peloton in December of 2020. Peloton thought they had an insatiable demand for their products. They ordered tens of thousands of bikes and treadmills from China. By the time they got to the US shores, the demand was gone. The company was over inventoried and they had to slash prices on their product and lay up hundreds of employees. In mid-2021, Target and many other retailers suffered the same fate as Peloton, but mistaking a pull forward in demand as the new normal. Right now, with economic slowdown central banks are creating, it's the technology sector time to adjust and downsize to the right size for demand. The main lever that these high intellectual property companies have, low tangible assets like Microsoft, Google, and Salesforce, they have to pull the job lever. These stories of job cutbacks make for sensational headlines, but it's part of the standard business cycle playbook for public management teams if one believes in a continued Fed-induced economic slowdown or even a recession down the road. What's the result? If and when business stabilizes, recovers, and it or accelerates, these companies' marginal return on invested capital will improve and shareholders will be more fully rewarded with higher returns. Unfortunately, these stories are bad news for employees, but often good news for future quarters for investor returns. Are you trying to meet your needs or your grades in retirement? Give us a call here and schedule an additional consultation with Oak Harvest Advisor. We will sit down with you and help you and your family do the math and figure out if you'll be able to meet your retirement goals and needs. At Oak Harvest, we think our clients are best served by us helping them plan for their future needs instead of focusing on the past. The future is always uncertain, and that's why our advisors and retirement planning teams plan for retirement needs first and your greed second. Give us a call to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that helps you meet your retirement goals. Call us here at 877-896-0040 and schedule an advisor consultation. We are here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris, and from the whole team here at Oak Harvest, have a blessed week. All content contained within Oak Harvest Podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. Investing involves the risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results.